Hey, thanks for coming. All right, everybody, if you haven't heard the show before or met me personally, hi. My name is Aaron, and this is Burpole. Burpole is essentially a thousand-word script that meanders anywhere between a scathing commentary to a pretty ridiculous skit. This one here is 108, The Notebook 2, when she's all old and used up. <laughs> About seven or eight minutes of your time. This is, again, stuff I found in an old notebook uh, from last week, which has been quite liberating to not have to write about the political uh, bullshit that's going on. If you think it's bullshit, whatever. It's kind of a mess. So I had just been escaping into this notebook and pulling out a few things. So I hope you like it. Uh, we can talk some more on the flip side of this essay. Until then, though, let's do it. A clown sneaks up behind you and places your balls on his forehead. Like a flicked switch of a neon sign in an unlit room. That's the first and immediate thought of the day. Okay. Can I please have some coffee first? (sighs) What strange things happen under the surface of sleep? Tiny scenarios that you can never dream up when awake. Like this one. Because it's an odd concept. Think of all the logistics that need to be in play for a clown to sneak up behind me and place my balls on his forehead. Hmm. I need to be in a room with a clown. Two. I need to be unaware of his presence. Three. I need to be butt naked. And four. I need to be severely bow-legged. I must have been playing the role of a cowboy on a cosplay-themed porn set. I can't recall that dream, but I am happy those scenarios are occurring in there. Whoever writes that show is fucking talented. I appreciate that this clown places my balls on his forehead, which sounds intimate and comfortable, like flowers in a vase, or your hand in mine. This all sounds wonderfully acceptable and brings a small victory to my face, like a 10-gallon hat that goes to 11. When Bruce became Caitlin, women became ecstatic. How brave! How beautiful! Did you see the photos? She's simply breathtaking. Congratulations. Frankly, I found their euphoria a bit creepy. And I wondered, how long until they come for me? Ladies, one less idiot. We are winning the war. Soon.
Two men sit outside of a coffee shop. It's Burphole and the Pundit. It's their second meeting. So. Yes? Do you want to start? It's it's pretty windy, huh? You want to talk about the weather? Not really. But it's a good way to break the ice. What should we talk about? Anything but the weather. I know it's windy out. I can feel it. It's like saying, there's blacktop on the road there. No shit? That's blacktop? I didn't realize. Mm -hmm. All these years of cars driving by, and I had no idea what that substance was on every road, everywhere. I get it. Don't be an asshole. Hmm. Look, if we're going to have these conversations, maybe you could prepare for them. Take notes throughout the day. Ask some questions of yourself. Opine the answers. This woman I barely know, uh, she's told me the same joke the last three times I ran into her. Now, am I going to have to hear that same joke every time I see her? And when is it acceptable to tell her she already told me the joke? How long must I partake in this pleasant social facade until I fucking lose it? Yeah, yeah, they walk down the hill and fuck them all. I've heard it already. Listen. I have mundane conversations all the time. Let's not have them here, okay? All right. Well, uh, it looks like it might rain later. Really? I have to admit, I enjoyed that little tirade. You sound like a big crybaby. Wah. Pretentious little fucker, aren't you? Hmm. Okay, then. I gotta go. You're bumming me out. If I see you tomorrow... Wear a black turtleneck, Morrissey. Hmm. Maybe you could prepare a monologue based on how your daddy never loved you. Or how the death of your puppy was an epiphany on reality's cruel truths. I'm sure you have some bullshit pap up your sleeve. But for now, I must go purchase an umbrella. I think a storm is moving in. Hmm. I'd offer to get you one too, but I imagine you would prefer standing in the rain so no one can see your infinite tears. Pussy. Hey, I'm not a pussy, and I'm not overly dramatic. I'm just a bit irritated. Who isn't? That's what makes the world so fucking funny. Rashes are hilarious. (laughs) 
Maybe I'll see you tomorrow, Sylvia Plath. Okay. I'll bring my, my little pony collection and some day glow face paint. Cool. I'll paint a big, sad vagina on your face. Great. I'll bring a giant fro wig to represent your big, hairy bush, glorious dynam. Okay. <laughs> see you tomorrow, Morrissey. Socks Let me count the ways Here are three examples of how they're much more than foot sweaters The janitor We have all been surprised by the long reach of a blown load Across the computer screen Over on the lamp Did that make the kitchen? Yeehaw! The quickest way to remove that evidence is with your foot gloves. Just slide those absorbent sponges right off your foots and smear that stuff all around the room. It's like that shameful moment never happened. Thanks, cotton pickers. The gay centaur. Have you ever been at a bar and thought, I'm just a scared little sheep? You feel boring and basic and banal? Well, all you have to do to oppress those suicidal tendencies is get some hoof rainbows. The brighter, the better. Hey, everybody, look at these orange argyles. I do declare, Winston, you are a mythical beast. Enjoy your flirtini. The lowrider. On those days you don't feel like doing a goddamn thing, you do the white sock black sandal combo. Let the homies know that, no, you don't want to help move a couch. That, no, you don't want to go shopping for underwear at Walmart. Your only plans are to spill some tapatio across your wife beater and pound a case of Modelo. But be careful, eh? Sandals by themselves just say you are, like, ready to go to the Grove or that there's granola in your pocket. You need to wear these socks because what do you look like? A pinchy huero? Socks, because even in private, bare feet are kind of gross. One zero eight is done. Uh, my name is Aaron. If I haven't already said that, I have. All right, uh, and that was the Notebook too. Uh, we're getting rid of that Notebook. That's it. Um, I liked it for a while. I've been kind of playing with it for the last four or five days, but I'm over it. I'm reading a lot of it, going like, "Well, you kind of sound like a fucking crazy lunatic," uh, which is kind of true. Uh, but I'm better now. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, let's get to the, the bullshit. Uh, this is fed through podcast feeds. You can subscribe on your favorite podcast supplier. Uh, you can go to burphole.com and you can read along with these essays with all of them. Uh, we have a Facebook page and a Twitter account. And we have some f- a few albums that we've put out that you can stream if that is your preference. But whatever you want to do is all good. 
And that's it. I'm going to take a few days off. Um, see what's happening in the world. Read a few books. Write some things that's new and fresh. And uh, we'll come back with 109. Thanks for coming by. As always, I appreciate it. Until we see each other again. Whenever that might be. All right, guys. Ciao!